1: plus
0: hello i'm Grony mcguire and this is chantelle fiducian pate hello we bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples the ones no one would believe happened if google wasn't there to back it up
1: we want you to join us as we remember when love was young Times were simpler and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it.
0: Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the, the way, way they, they were. were. Hi Chantelle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hi, Grania. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So this is very exciting because like our Christmas episode, which yeah, sh- I'm
1: sure you heard last week,
0: we are recording this together in the round. Face to face. face in to person. Face. It's a big deal. We're recording this Frost Nixon style. <laughs> <laughs> this is so exciting. It is.
1: How was your... No, I wouldn't say how was your New Year's. I'm not going to pretend that... We've had New Year's. What's your normal New Year's traditional night? Like, what's the general vibe? Is it different every year
0: or does it always end up? It's just always so cold. I feel like New Year's Eve is the coldest night of the year. Do you, Do you have any traditions that you stick to or just being cold? Just being cold. I'll tell you my worst New Year's That's Eve. Fair. My very worst New Year's Eve is I was back in Ireland. Of course. And I was single. Very cold. A famously cold country. And I thought, oh, you know what? I'll I'll have like a will have a family New Year's Eve. I don't need that glitzy, glad rag London. I'll Do- have a good family New Year's Eve. So I was at my mum and dad's house. We went down to my sister's house. Great stuff. She's got two young children, and um, her husband. We get there i assume we are in for the night oh no at 11 o'clock it's made very obvious that, oh, no. that everybody's had a lovely time but it is now time for me and my mum and dad to leave what <laughs> so it ends up with me my mum, and dad watching jules holland oh i've done this it's the worst and then at like at about like 10 minutes past midnight, I was so bored. I was sending these really intense, happy new year text messages. Oh God. No response. Nobody oh replying. God. And then at about like half past midnight, I'm in bed with a glass of Prosecco reading Lean In. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Jeez that Louise, that's corporate rough. Corporate feminist manifesto. About how women need to Really push themselves In business setting Yeah that's a great thing To read on <laughs> yeah.
1: Did you even have the countdown With your parents We did
0: We did, Like we did the whole Like
1: Jules Holland
0: countdown. Oh,
1: I gotta say The one number one place That the UK fails at Is New Year's Eve television I'm sorry It sucks here At least we have A Dick Clark's countdown It's really fun It's full of razzmatazz With big bands It's really exciting If you're stuck at home In America On New Year's Eve You're having an alright time mm-hmm. Stuck home here Between Was it the Hogmanay And Jules Holland That's it It's So depressing Y'all really need to pick up the pace It's (laughs) It's like watching (laughs) CCTV of a party you haven't been invited to Oh it's awful It's so bleak I've really Oh I don't I know everyone hates the kind of Oh New Year's Eve is a letdown every single year situation But it really It really can't I only have one New Year's tradition That I only started about Five, six years ago And that is that on New Year's Day so to speak So after midnight So around one in the morning I'll be on my own normally. I'll try to make myself on my own in my flat. And I will start the year by watching Showgirls. And I've done this
0: every single... If you want to join me, feel free. Oh, well, you know, don't
1: threaten me with a good time, (laughs)
0: because I'll be there. I
1: normally have work. I have work the following day at like 7 a.m. this year. So I might have to start even earlier so I won't be having a big New Year's, but I will be watching, as per usual, Showgirls. It's my favorite film. It's a way to start the year. I can't recommend it enough. Everyone knows it's my favorite film, and it's a stunning way to start. I just enjoy it every single time. But- I have noticed that since I've started this tradition about six years ago, very bad things have happened in my life, so I don't, I don't think it's actually worked out very well for me. <laughs> Tragedy's befallen me ever since, but I refuse to give up on Nomi Malone. Aww. It's my number one best tradition for New Year's, Showgirls. I can't recommend it enough. Other than that... I agree with you. It's always a bit of a, I think everyone has that. So in light of that, Let's try and have some fun For our listeners We presume all of you Had a bit of a Bit of a nightmare Or maybe you had a great time Maybe you're really cool You had a great party We had a great We've all had We, we all get one Hope you had that one <laughs> This year But what are we going to do For this for this episode Gron,
0: For our special episode So we're going to be Looking back At our favourite couples That we've covered On the podcast Our favourite guests We're going to be Thinking about What lessons we've learned From Celebrity Splits This year mm-hmm. And what we're going to be Looking forward to What treatment. We have in the form of romantic heartbreak with celebrities next year 2023 it's and if you can believe it we're also gonna we have
1: some any of you who wrote in you may have seen a heavy social media campaign to get some of you to write in with your favorite episodes and couples we have some of those as well to start with do you have any favorite episodes or favorite guests favorite memories of the way they were this year the first
0: year of many of us on the air I have to say a very special one for me was the Holly Byrne episode oh great one Liz Taylor and Richard Burton it was just you know just iconic and I think so often when you think of celebrity splits you think of sort of like more recent ones and it feels like a very sort of like this obsession with sort of celebrities Mm -hmm. and you know their entanglements it seems like a very modern thing and I think that was a lovely reminder that celebrities even in the gold age of Hollywood were as messy if not messier and I just yeah I'm a big huge fan of Elizabeth Taylor I think she's an inspiration to messy women so I really loved uh, researching and spending time with that fabulous couple. This is fascinating this is fascinating because what I think is so good about her is that as he said in the beginning, was she's she's a bit too much. What does he say? He's a bit too much. Too, too bloody too
1: much. much.
0: Too bloody much. And that's the whole thing about it. She's so excessive in everything. So, she, yeah, she's got to carry a few extra pounds. Well, for then she was, not for now. But um, And that's what's fabulous about it. She does life to the full, to the max, and it shows. <laughs> but I think she's fabulous looking, no? The eyes, <laughs> the hair, the complexion, the jewels, the breasts what more can you want
1: <laughs> it really showed that um trashiness is timeless oh they didn't have to my one of my favorites also an early episode which was sam lake doing katie oh. price and peter andre if only yeah. for the portion of the episode where he and i were reading out the script of katie price and peter andre and there's a specific moment where he's doing Peter Andre saying we were came within a second of it or something like that. <laughs> and it's the funniest thing I think I heard anyone say the whole – I, I listen to it. I still crack at listening to it. It's one of my favorite episodes. And also, I'm not a biggest – you may have made that clear from the episode. I'm not a huge fan of Katie Price. Mm-hmm. But that episode made me have a bit more time for her, which is the kind of thing that we hope will happen when you hear our episodes.
0: I'm not going to deny I like
1: you. Why should I deny that? You've told me you feel the same, so I reckon that's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just worried if we stay longer, we're just getting closer and closer to it. We came within a millimeter of it. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that was incredible. This is like this is Shakespearean. Honestly, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Another favorite for me was um, Kermit, Emma's piggy. Oh, I think that really showed like the tone of the show itself, that we took that the exact right amount of seriousness. And that kind of, for me, almost explains what we're doing here and that we take it just serious enough. But we also know that everything we're talking about is essentially a bunch of Rich people having problems That will basically be fine And also that we don't really know where, None of them are really real Yeah They're all kind of puppets <laughs> You know yeah, what I mean Yeah And oh it's just I loved that episode so much It was so We did it so well I think
0: I My favourite moment During recording that episode Was When I genuinely And I wasn't like being ironic Or winking <sighs> I genuinely was like Oh my god Like obviously It was when Miss Biggie Went to Paris And like found her whole identity <laughs> Outside the Muppets As editor of French Vogue That she was able to return But she was a like, like her and kermit their relationship had changed and i feel like that's how they're able to like have a mature relationship together because she'd had that time apart establishing <laughs> her own identity <laughs> it was a real moment i felt it as well and so like i just feel that they're kind of they tap into a lot of really modern experiences in relationships and i think miss piggy herself can be sort of held up as like a she has changed along with the times of being a modern woman as well my last, my last deep point is that in two thousand, I've actually got it up, guys. I've got an article that Miss Piggy wrote. Can I just say this is researched. why we, this is why we make this podcast? On the spot, <laughs> it's moments like this. I love it that we're right. both exactly. like get really upset thinking about what Miss Piggy's been doing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any any other favorite episodes? one of my favorites was will hall's episode with Joni mitchell and the guy Joni mitchell graham out with. nash graham nash i just will hall is so funny he's so intelligent he's so funny
1: and he was so passionate about them as a couple he knew more than both of us could well, boy obviously knew more than me i didn't research it but he just knew he was so into it he was yeah. a dream guest yeah he
0: was that was a real that was a real treat
1: well, the only kind of reference point we have for this, I think, in sort of documented history, is the song "Our House," which is about their their shared house. And far from the kind of crazy parties and drugs, it's all about cats and candles and things. God, they love a candle. And the the my anxiety is not compatible with, with open fires in heavily furnished rooms. But I feel like, yeah, maybe it'd be quite tame. Maybe there'd be that couple who's like at nine o'clock, like, oh, we're tired, must go to bed. I think in reality, probably, it'd be a lot of fun. And what were some of your favorite um, celebrity breakups or get togethers of any standout from you from the year? Any big ones that you're looking forward to us covering in the future? I can tell you who my number one is. Is Julia Fox and Kanye West. Oh <laughs> 100%. Not so much for him, clearly, especially obviously, but Julia Fox, I just need to get her in here somehow. Oh. Between that and I think actually a combined episode would be Kanye West, Julia Fox, Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson, because they're all connected. And it's a matter of time before Pete and Julia, I don't think, become a couple, but just open a company or do something oh. or make a movie together they just belong they need to do something together because record an
0: album record
1: it do something do an art show she's an she's you know she's an artist after yeah, all course. i could talk about her forever i could talk about pete davidson forever he is he's kind of he's almost like the um the patron saint as well as share of yeah. our podcast but he's always there to get a girl
0: get a girl through a breakup yeah which is like i said he should be the fifth emergency service for pretty much for hot girls
1: and Julia and Kanye, the way the whole ended, the way she talks about it now, what she's done with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've seen anyone parlay a short, short, short-lived celeb romance into essentially a huge new career. I don't think I've seen anyone do it yeah. as well. It's remarkable. And to be so respected for it, I just think what she's, books should be written about how to do this. It's incredible. And then by the time this comes out, I imagine Pete and M. Rod will be broken up as well. So. Yeah. I'm sure we can discuss that fairly. fairly I mean, soon. do they
0: even have each other's
1: like addresses for Christmas I cards? I, I think they just have each other's agents' phone numbers. That's about <laughs> it. There's also, I mean, DiCaprio and his 25. That was a massive moment when she mm-hmm. turned 25 and they split up. That was this huge. And it's funny how DiCaprio kind of gets away with that as well. He's he's like Teflon. He just gets away with. Doing something that I think in most other cases everyone would be really suspicious of and think, oh my god, what a creep dating these young girls. And somehow, DiCaprio, no one's got he's not got the Dane Cook treatment.
0: No one's got a bad word to say about him. But is that because his branding, he's not a celebrity. He's very much He's very clever. Just like an actor. He's very much actor. And when you see him when he's not acting, it's very in very specific spheres, it's always like his environmentalism work. So he's not sort of seen as maybe tabloidy or exactly you could just pull it off you're right i'm very impressed with it i don't know how he does it what's some other
1: bi- oh we can find out what our listeners have said oh so we did put some feathers out oh. there to our listeners ask them for fave celeb relationships fave celeb breakups fave episodes etc Grania, would you like to hear some? We had some suggestions in here, a future couple they want to cover. Yes, please. Um, This is from Robin Thomas, one of our listeners. Mm -hmm. And Robin has said that they think it might be against our rules slash in bad taste. Please don't judge. But can we please have Amy Winehouse and Pete, she says F face, but I think she means Pete Doherty, debacle episode. Like after everything, we deserve that to be unpacked. So, what do you think about having Amy Whitehouse as someone we cover on the podcast? So, well, first
0: of all, like, she was never with Pete Doherty. So, this is sort of like a naughty's roundup. Well, sort of. There was
1: a vibe with them. There's a video of them with some baby mice when they're clearly not probably in their best best minds they were se- they were certainly a pair whether it was romantic or not they certainly spent some time together i should say so it's not completely off of it What i will say i mean is- i know her more from blake incarcerated that's yeah, what i yeah. know her from. i don't think i want him to be
0: mentioned to be particularly honest well co- uh, well so i have i was on a podcast oh, uh, i think it was called remembering amy where it was about Amy Winehouse's legacy. And genuinely, I spent like three quarters of it just sobbing all the oh. way through. I'm, I love, I mean, I think all, most people of a certain age have a very strong connection with Amy Winehouse. So I think I just feel so protective of her. It would be a bit like the even like the Princess Diana episode. It was, tough. It was, tough. It was so hard because I was tough. like, I I just We're was... not exactly <laughs> unbiased. <laughs> <laughs> that was really hard because you know to say who won, it, it was like my with Prince This is how I feel about Princess Diana, and I feel like I didn't defend her enough in the episode. So I feel I I basically I'm like a conspiracy theorist when it comes to Princess Diana. Like you could say to me, you know, she was. Could have been difficult. Maybe she was like a little bit erratic. She'd be a difficult person to be married to. And as you said it, I would agree with you. (laughs) Then two minutes later, I'd be like, she was an angel. (laughs) She was an angel. Amy Wynos has the same treatment. Oh, I could not be... um uh, unbiased about her I would just be like She was an angel Shame on all of us The world <laughs> let her down hey, Anyone she- who dated her And didn't just worship her Every day was an asshole
1: So end of, <laughs> end of the episode Sorry Yeah So there's your answer Robin You They said their fave relationship This year Well, This is a very I liked this answer a lot It said it was the PDA Between Oscar Isaac And Jessica Chastain oh. On the red carpet Was it a relationship? No But I felt like it gave us So so much And I have Do you remember this? Yes the famous of course. If you haven't seen this They were They were marketing that sort of um mini series they did together based on the old scenes from a marriage i believe yeah and i never saw it I always wanted to but also thought oh this looks really depressing so i never saw it and there's a very famous moment of them on the red carpet that to be honest they're just really good actors everybody oh. but and it's just in slow motion in reality it was a split second it's a bit like the uh, brad pitt and jennifer Aniston hand-holding backstage it's a bit like mm. you just happen to catch this mm. but it is electric and they're both doing their job very well I should say I'm sure their agents gave them like a very good high five on the way out it was an incredible moment and I could do a whole episode <laughs> to oh. be honest. it was amazing it was like that's how you that's how you sell a, a movie or a mini What's that? there's
0: that meme of I want to say Ang Lee where it's just him going for me that's cinema
1: yeah 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 that's the red carpet that's the red carpet co- that's marketing that's how that's you cinema that cinema that is it's, if you haven't seen it go watch it We have some more here for you. We have one from Samantha Woodford. She's very polite to us here. She says, Hello, you're my favorite podcast. And I can't wait for the new one each week. Fave sled breakups from this year. Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. Oh. Because it gave me hope for myself and Jason. It gave Mm all I think Lisa can do better than Jason Momoa. I'm just putting it. I know we all find him really hunky and hot, but I don't think there's enough going on upstairs, and I think Lisa needs someone with a bit more. Maybe someone like Oscar Isaac actually. Could mm. see. What are your thoughts on Jason Memo and Lisa?
0: I'm very sad that they didn't work out because they seemed really happy, and it seemed like a good, they were stable,
1: just incredibly stable. Together they seemed and like hot. B-
0: good parents for. Um, well, she's not. His, she's a stepdaughter technically.
1: You mean Zoe Kravitz? Yeah, yeah, but I
0: feel like a good support network, and they all for got Zoe. along yeah. as well.
1: Jason and Lenny were friends it's all very it's all very Bruce and to me in terms mm-hmm. of the new people getting along with the exes it's great and i would i would let like to do an episode on it i'd like to find out more about jason mm-hmm. momoa so if anyone can do it Grania mcguire can. yeah um next one giselle and tom brady very u.s
0: based that mm-hmm. i feel like no one outside of america cares would you agree all I know about Tom Brady Is jokes about him From late Night. So all I know is that He used to play for a team In Boston yep. And then <laughs> for he <any> <laughs> And
1: then Americans Listening to Pulling their hair out
0: <laughs> He used to play for a game In Boston And then um, He said he was going to retire Then he didn't retire Then he moved to play For a team in Florida Yeah
1: The team in Boston Was just the New England Patriots Oh Who was one of the most Successful US football teams Of all time <laughs> <laughs> and that's won the Super Bowl I think more than any yeah. other team Thanks to him being their quarterback yeah. Huge 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 football star But I love that for us He's just he played for a team in Boston <laughs> like that's all that's all I and care I about, feel about him as quite well. smug
0: about knowing that yeah exactly. oh. you
1: should be um, so yeah there are a couple I wouldn't have a great deal of pleasure talking about I'll be honest with you but Samantha if you know more than us yeah. about some gossip let us know please um, then we also have Leo and we already mentioned this Leo and his girlfriend who was dumped when she hit the ripe age of 25 we all loved that she's also suggested that we dedicate an entire episode perhaps to just Kaylee Cuoco which I agree with you <laughs> with because Kaylee <laughs> Cuoco has a lot of mess and she is and now I believe believe with child and she just got divorced this year and has already met someone else and is now there's a lot going on with Kaylee Cuoco if you look
0: into relationship history it's an entire series I've never watched the big bang theory neither have I you don't need to but I do I like her energy on the red carpet I like her energy and
1: fight attendant season one highly recommend season two not so much season one recommend Camila said her favorite episode was, of course, the Liza Minnelli one. We got a oh. lot of feedback about Liza Minnelli and David guest episode. That was a popular one. I think people, more than we realize, really enjoy us doing impressions of Liza Minnelli. Oh. Mama! <laughs> <laughs> oh, David! And then we've had a suggestion for a couple, which I'm a massive fan of doing which is Liv Taylor, Liv Tyler and Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. That is a couple I would love to cover. Beauty. I think I did a story about them. And the film they are in, this like film in the '90s they were in, I've already forgotten the name of. One of you is screaming it at to me right now. And it was set in the '50s, and they're both gorgeous in it. And that's the oh. film they met on, and they fell in love very hard and very fast. And it was both of them at their peak of looks. Like you have not seen the hot. Oh my God, they were so cool together. And they speak very fondly of one another now. Oh. They were, and they're both such gentle souls, you oh. know. Joaquin and Liv Tyler, just lovely people. Everyone loves them. And they're so sweet and. They're so goddamn vegetarian. I don't even know if Liv yeah. Tyler is, but she might as well be. I love them as a couple. If any future guests are listening, please choose them. I think they're great. And also, I think there's a bit of juice there as well, in any case. There's been a lot going on since, that so I like to discuss. But I think they're just the worst. I love them. Love, 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 love. Massive 90s, forgotten, oh, great Liv romance. I
0: lo- First of all, I, as it, I just, when I was a teenager, like, Liv Tyler was like the ultimate Like the, she was so beautiful And her oh, clothes gosh. were so cool And then recently When she did that incredible oh, At home Yep never. Oh god it's I've seen it so <laughs> oh many times god. Oh she's
1: amazing Her little Somehow because her voice Is so lovely Yeah It makes the ridiculous things She's saying Just seem like totally she fine She plays on like a little piano There's this piano I have here Because I just play on it sometimes And then <laughs> She has photos of like her grandmother and her, Oh, and Everyone in her family is gorgeous Everyone yeah. Like going back like five years all the women are just stunners uh-huh. and oh she's just I don't know how she makes herself so relatable I don't so, know it's to be that to be a kid with her childhood with her who yeah. her mom was who her dad is who she thought her dad was for years and wasn't and then how she looks everything about her should be a total brat and yeah. she's like
0: Drew Barrymore she somehow came out the other side She's like the girl at school that is so beautiful. You're scared to be friends with her, and then she's actually really nice. You get nice. to know, She's actually lovely. Like, I don't know why everyone
1: hates me because I'm so beautiful. Mm-hmm. In fact, Drew Barrymore came out recently saying that she hasn't um gotten laid in over six years. Liv Tyler was recently dumped. I'm saying. Get those two girls together. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Drew and Liv. What, I mean, oh, my God. For, for the gazing girlies of the 90s alone, we would, oh my God, dream come. And then put them in a music video together. Do it. <laughs> I can't wait for them. Th-
0: that couple would drive me crazy. <laughs> hey!
1: In fact, that's going to be one of my hopes for 2023. Yeah. We'll start with that. Drew and Liv getting together. That's what What's
0: one of your hopes for 2023? Okay, my hopes for 2023. 2020- Three, oh my God, is that Meghan and Harry just keep releasing increasingly bitter <laughs> personal <laughs> Netflix documentaries? Just keep going on about it. Yeah. So you'd be like,
1: you and me, like we get it, we get it. Do you, they, can't, but, do you have ask a very quick question about them? Yeah. Do you think they'll ever get divorced?
0: Oh. I think I would they love it. Doubled down <laughs> it. so hard in them as a brand. I think it would really like. I think they would have to like be. What's up? That, that Kathleen Turner, Michael Douglas, War of the Roses, War of the Roses, like situation for them to get divorced because they really have. It's the ultimate like your friends hate your boyfriend, yeah. but you've got back together with them situation they're in. So I think they really would have to be like. They'd have to hate each other more than they seem to hate the Windsors the at Windsors. the moment.
1: More than the press hates them. Yeah, yeah. I would love nothing more, I'll be honest, than if this after all of this, if in 10 years time they go, oh, you know what? We're going to consciously uncouple. <laughs> it would just, it
0: was be so delicious. Okay. So this is my wish. I've changed it. First of all, <laughs> the first part of the year, they're releasing increasingly intense, like infowar style And the budget keeps dropping Because people aren't even watching it anymore So now it's just them In front of a camera There's a a YouTube um, video Yeah it's like a map of the world in the background (laughs) Megan smoking in one of them (laughs) And then so this goes on For the first half of the year Second half of the year They announced They're splitting. That would be my wish anyway, I want it to last a bit longer But I just, either
1: way I, I would like them to break up I think it would be too much fun <laughs> Any other wishes for 2023 Any of your hopes and desires
0: Celeb fantasy relationships Coming through uh, That Rhea Perlman Celeb fantasy breakups Rhea Perlman And Danny DeVito <gasps> Officially get officially back Officially announced. Officially it. They're back together Maybe some renewing of the vows oh.
1: I mean renewing of the vows Is always a death knell So actually mm. I hope They don't do that For anyone out there Never renew your vows It doesn't work out don't don't just don't do it. Just watch any season of The Real Housewives of Anywhere and you'll see why. Do not renew your vows. Four words. High, declum, and seal. Back together? No, they renew their vows every oh. single year. And look what happened. Look what happened every single time. Yeah, I would like it if Rhea and Danny get back together again. I don't know if there's any other major couples I want a
0: rekindling of okay this is my hope here we go i want donald gleason to get in a celebrity couple oh because i love donald gleason and i love his little face and i'm a big fan of all the gleason family in general in fact you may not know this if you want to do the citizen test in ireland you have to name you just need to name all the members of the gleason family (laughs) easy guys look it up (laughs) on imtb before you go to the test and you're sorted so i would like donald gleason to be in a big celebrity couple
1: Within someone from Ireland, I presume? Or can uh, it be someone else? I don't else? mind.
0: I don't mind. I think he, any country would be lucky to have him. So I think maybe him and Florence Pugh. okay. I would like Dylan Gleason. you
1: didn't say anyone but someone who I think if we ever get if we ever retire Cher yeah. as our number one person to find someone else with I would like to replace her with Celine Dion oh. who I think desperately needs someone to love her as well mm-hmm. and deserves it as much as Cher and who better than Donald Gleason? Oh
0: he, he seems Canadian like Canadians and Irish they get along and he seems like such a nice guy
1: exactly and the Florence can be part of the thruple. <laughs> anything's better than her not getting back with what's his name Zach Braff yeah as long as we keep her away yeah. from him yeah and we need to it. protect her. Exactly. Maybe get her with um, the other big star of the year, I think, uh, Coolidge.
0: Oh. Get her I, thought you, Coolidge. I thought you were saying Coolio there for a second. No, he's no longer with us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so someone else we lost this year. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to end this with R.I.P. Coolio, <laughs> who, as you know, is one of the biggest and most important celebrities when it comes to romances for this podcast.
0: Uh, Maybe the biggest story for 2022 <laughs> for this podcast was Coolio. <laughs> So we we want Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge and Donald Gleason. There you go. There
1: you go. And then Celine and Florence just come to the wedding. Celine (laughs) can sing the song. Oh, Celine can find. So Celine can get with Cher. Someone recommend that. Just saying.
0: Any other final thoughts for this year, for the future year? I would just like to really thank in a sincere moment all our listeners. Everybody who downloads, listens to the podcast, especially anybody who like contacts us or like sends a review, writes a review. It means the absolute world to us because we're just a a little itty bitty. We're a little itty bitty. independent podcast so it means so much to us we're just two gals with a dream and an unhealthy obsession with celebrity couples it's very true and
1: i want to thank you Grania, for letting me be a part of this podcast it has been amazing we love it i can't imagine my life without it it's my number one most thing, most thing, thing I'm most proud of. And I love doing it. I don't ever want to stop. I Aww. love it. So if anything else, if I can offer any advice to anyone this year, if you see a celeb couple, split them up yes. <laughs> because we need more material. <laughs> Steve Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, break them <laughs> up. They don't look that good together. And that's all I've got.
0: We're donezo. We're donezo. Hope so- you guys had a great year look after yourself 2023 is gonna be your year oh i can God, feel it no it's words. gonna be your year i feel it i've got a good feeling about you specifically listen to this podcast Shh, listen to me it's gonna be your year <laughs> <laughs> and with that all right coolio thank you so much happy new year happy new
1: year <laughs> The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver
0: and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod@gmail.com at gmail.com or
1: find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and or on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast.
0: Thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. 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 The, the Way They Were. were.